You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. soundtrack remix yeah. big, 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 big. <laughs> oh dude a little, little bit tune there yeah that was what do they call that chip tune chip, chip tunes. tunes yes um, that was fun man chip in tunes i've been playing a lot of a lot of video games have you good uh, i know you uh haven't had as much time as you like you're catching up on lost time yeah dude good. i i um what are you playing uh, well i did a little bit of vr a little PlayStation Virtual Reality. Oh, I saw that post on. Yeah, was that the Star Trek? Uh, I was playing the Star Trek yeah. VR with some friends, uh, and uh, and we were. I was I was the helm. I was piloting the ship. Nice. Um, and every time it came down, like we were between campaigns, and they're like, "Joe, do you want to change which job you're doing?" I'm like, "Nope, nope. I'm good at this." Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you I finally wanna, get the hang of it. I want to get good at different places before I start moving on to something else. I want to be good at something. Mm. So by the time we were done, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm it's feeling fun, like, right." It, it's really fun, yeah. except then we played like on the original uh, Enterprise, mm-hmm. and so like the ships, oh, cool. the interfaces change depending on what ship you're flying. Oh yeah. So we did the the Enterprise. There's no visual displays. <laughs> it's all colored switches, <laughs> and nothing is marked unless you hit the cheat sheet. Oh no! And it'll bring up what everything does. But yeah. like if you don't, you just have to kind of remember what buttons That's do funny. what. And yeah, like to to have to like. Engage the throttle and stuff yeah. by hitting a switch. I'm like, this is. You think the guys ridiculous. who were designing those sets back in the '60s, like, wouldn't their minds be blown today <laughs> if they're still knew. alive? We're, that, like, we're, we're playing recreating. on the bridge of your ship right now. <laughs> like this new technology, this uh, virtual reality, and and what are we doing? We're recreating the shit that they did in yeah. the '60s. Oh yeah, and it's like complaining that they didn't label buttons. It was super fun. Um, Am I supposed to go into warp? Probably played like a five hour. I was well, in VR for like five hours. By the time we were done, I take off that headset and I had yes. dinner with Harper and Sarah. And like we sat on the couch and immediately like I felt like really? I was just I wanted to fall asleep. You had your sea legs. Yeah. yeah. I, like I wanted to, I just wanted to fall asleep at that point. I just just so much information coming into the head. It's like Ready Player One. Yeah, dude. It's the future. I want to live in the Oasis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name's Wade Donaldson. You know, I live in the Oasis. At CES. You know what CES is? Might as well jump. My name's Wade. I live in the stacks. And one day, my life got shaken. (laughs) Not stirred. If you want to win these keys, I'm sorry. Trying to recreate the trailer to Ready Player One. I cannot. So many times. Hey, pretty pretty close, man. If you're watching this, I'm dead. (laughs) I've hidden keys, and you can own my creation. Now, what were you going to say? It's my creation. Is it real? Um. Oh, at CES this year. Yeah. Are you familiar with what that is? Uh, yes, the Consumer, Consumer Electronics Show that's right. happens in Vegas the same time as the AVGN Porn Awards. <laughs> that's right. Coincidence? I think not. I don't think so either. Uh, they apparently they they uh, have some new te- technology. <laughs> Porno. Where you? <laughs> <laughs> where you're? It's it's meant for like virtual reality because you know in that movie it's like he's, troopers. He's in his three <laughs> virtual reality. <laughs> For all you '90s kids out there, yes, that's a VR troopers. Yes, there you go. That's when they didn't really understand what, what virtual reality was. They're like, 
man, we got to get suited up. Get into VR. I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's not how that works. But that's not how that works. You can't. It's not like Nightmare on Elm Street. You can't like bring it with you like back to the real world. But they have uh, now um, because it's like you know if you're in VR and you've got the suit on like as in Ready Player One. Yeah. Remember he had that little like treadmill that he was working on yeah. so that if he could be running in VR and, mm-hmm. and in reality he'd just be running in place. That's what Sarah asked as I got everything on. She's like, do you need one of those little treadmills? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I might. Well, for uh, several million dollars, presumably, you can you can buy one of those. They haven't been at CES this year. They're yeah. showing off that technology. You're basically like, like in a big hamster wheel. Because <laughs> that's what we all need that's, to be. Yeah. You know what? We're it's just, the Matrix. We're just getting... I was just about to we're say, doing we are it to all ourselves. getting a step closer to being in the Matrix. <laughs> like, we're going to be powering some machine's well, battery because we're running around playing a game. I, for one, welcome our... Uh, mechanical overlords. Yeah. Hey, did you do the uh, ten years before and later picture nah, thing on Facebook? Don't. Homie, don't play that. Yeah. I see all those games on I, Facebook, well, and I'm like, no. sometimes I get suckered in, and I'll be like, I want to know what house I go into when I'm at Hogsworth. <laughs> yeah, those are fun. But any, anytime somebody tags me and like, this is day one of ten days, I nominate Joel, and I'm like, fuck you, yeah. I, will, I will shut that. I shit did down. that to you. I did that to you. I was like, exactly. movies. <laughs> How does it feel? Yeah. No, no sorry. It's, it's fine. No, but with the picture one, I was like, nope. This is clearly like someone's trying to fish for information. Plus, how many of the people who are doing that, who are participating, are actually choosing their very first and their current? Like, oh, I would, no. I would fucking no. update my profile picture no. now Dude. and then find the best looking one from. I mean, what I do is I'll take a picture of Scott Kahn. And <laughs> <laughs> easier before. Scott Kahn now and Scott Kahn before, and that's me. Who would I be? Uh, you would be Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I like it. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum before. I'll take that. And I would just draw some glasses on your face. Dinosaurs. You know what's funny about Jeff Goldblum? You don't Everything. Really, you don't have to say anything. Everything is funny uh, about Jeff fact, Goldblum. Fact, yes, yes, fact. You can get it three syllables into a Jeff Goldblum impersonation without ever like saying a word. Not, yeah. And people can tell what it is. And now, uh, usually, and, and now, and 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 now she she's jumped out of the car, <laughs> and here I am. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm here uh, 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 talking, uh, talking to myself. myself. <laughs> There's that's chaos. <laughs> Great. So <laughs> that's Jurassic Park. There we go. Uh, How did we get there? How did we get here, uh, dude? Who cares? Man? Let's talk about something new. No, so uh, so I was doing VR. No oh, VR. Getting back to the video game. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played a lot of VR. Been playing a shit ton of Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Are you into it? Are you I've, digging it? I, I'm digging it. Uh, have you beaten? I don't know if I've told you this already. I may have already spoken about mm-hmm. this on here, but like I, I've been playing the single player campaign, been kicking the shit out of the single player campaign. In fact, I'm at the end, and Ooh. like where I've defeated all the spirits, and now like you could go one way, you could defeat the boss of darkness, the right or defeat way, the dark, the boss of light, sure. or you could go the middle path that mm. you can unlock, where you have to fight both of them, Ooh. and that's how you get the best ending. Ah. But I've read that like to do this, to engage in this fight, is at least 20 minutes it is a 20 minute fight. So I started playing into it and I'm like, Jesus, they're not kidding. I'm like looking at the time. I'm like, I got to go. I cannot even. In fact, it's still paused on my switch. Is it really? At that point. That's what it's good for. And I had, I had posted about this. I was like, guys, could you imagine if you're playing Street Fighter 2 in the arcade and you're finally at M. Bison <laughs> right. and that fight has to take you 20 minutes? Like, no, he, that fight is 20 minutes long. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to kind of take my time. I'm going to do this fight in stages, like I did with uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, we were just talking about that. When I did that. the Master Sword trial. Oh, yeah. Where like, I would go through a Dude. point, I'd just leave it the game, and I'd just leave it uh, suspended, yep. and go go away, do something for a couple days, and come back and play some more. You have already talked me out of ever attempting that. Dude. It just sounded like hell. I mean, it's the rewards are great. Mm-hmm. The fact that you keep like a permanently charged up master sword. Oh, do you? Yeah, that's pretty fucking I'm cool. Turn around, all right. Um, but the thing is, to get it, it is a bitch. It is a fucking literal bitch to get this thing. Done. Literally, literal. <laughs> Uh, so I've been playing a bunch of Smash Brothers, but what I'm saying is like I got I'm really good at the single player campaign, so it gets me like gives me a false sense of uh, uh <laughs> I don't know confidence I guess. Mm. And so I'm over at my uh, my sister's place, and my brother in law's little brother oh, no. is there. He lives at the house, and he plays Smash. He's like, "Oh, you play Smash? Oh, like, no. Yeah, yeah, sure." He's like, "Yeah, let's play." He's like, "Cause I can't play. These kids don't even know how to play." I'm like, Uh-oh. "Oh yeah, let's hook it up. We'll play a little oh. bit." I'm playing. He fucking whoops my ass yep. like ridiculously. Like I don't take one of his stock at all, <laughs> and and I just put the controller down. I'm like, "All right, I'm yeah, good." Man. And he looked like he didn't want to keep playing. He was like, 
All right, man. Like, <laughs> like you're disappointed go back online. in me. I yeah. was like, "Fuck!" I thought you were an adult, Joe. Who gets good? Like, who's that? You were good a real at these man. Days? Well, remember how much time we used to have to play video games back yeah, then? I I'm on year two of playing uh, Breath of the Wild, and I'm, I'm still uh, <laughs> yeah, one divine beast in. Uh, picked up new Super Mario Brothers U for the Switch. Hell yeah! Uh, Deluxe. Excited to play a little bit of that. I already own that on the Wii U. Oh. Uh, I <laughs> sorry, this is video game talk here all of a sudden. But uh, I almost want to buy it again on the Switch just to kind of have the the portability. Yeah, and exactly. uh, be able to play his speech. What did I just download? I downloaded a uh, One, Onimusha was just mm. released in the eShop. Um, they they released the news that they're going to start putting out SNES games on. Is that official? Nintendo that was rumored, Online. right? No, they just they just talked about it. What? What do you mean? They, it what? was on one of the Nintendo Live videos. Oh, they did one already. I'm making that. You up. motherfucker! Uh, it is rumored, but uh, but I did pick up. Uh, I picked up a, a cheap game. It was. It's called um, like Blackjack Fighter Two or oh, something yeah? like that, and it's all modeled after Street Fighter, like all the animation uh, stuff. But you're playing blackjack, and that's kind of a fun time. Oh, that's killer. funny. Yeah, it's a super fun. Just time I don't feel killer. so bad dropping like ten, fifteen dollars on some of those games because it's like. I'm paying ten, fifteen dollars. Exactly. And who cares if I get eight hours of enjoyment? Out I mean, of it? you might. You, it's worth you it. could be kicking out fifty, sixty bucks for a game, exactly. which is like, holy shit! Yeah. It, it it adds up. Um, Mario's good though. Can't go wrong with Mario. Dude, you can't go back, dude. I'll tell you what. Every Mario title that they've released so far, I've enjoyed. Mm. Even Mario Tennis. Even Mario Sunshine. No, 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 I'm talking about on the Switch. Oh, on the Switch, gotcha. Yeah, all yeah. the Mario titles that they've released on the Switch have been solid. Odyssey. Fucking solid. Best Mario game ever. I just ever. I just watched uh this past week was uh ADGQ or A A G D Q what awesome games done quick. No. They do twice a week <laughs> like this group gets together and they it's like a bunch of speedrunners and they play these games and they'll they'll solicit for donations and stuff. This year they uh, they raised over two million dollars for cancer research. That's what it was. Yeah, I heard about that. Awesome. Very cool. Man. I I always donate. Um, you may have seen every once in a while I wear a t-shirt it's got Samus's face and it says save the animals no is that turn, where that came from if you turn off the lights it glows and says kill the animals <laughs> oh that's, and that's cool that's a thing they do when because the finale the final game that they run is always Super Metroid and speedrunners they'll, they'll do like a donation thing where people will donate towards one like either save the animals or kill them oh and people argue that like well, it's better to save the animals because that's what we're all about is mm -hmm. saving. But then it's like, well, you got to kill the animals to save the frames, like to get that 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 quicker run. Right. Uh, and so that's that's kind of the the back and forth. Uh, but I I love it. I, I donate every year in my mother's oh, name. I should do that. And uh, and this year I watched the dude play Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, hundred percent, getting everything, every star, every every moon. Wow. Like. Everything and he he did it probably within three hours. <laughs> he got everything and then did like the That's darker side boss possible. rush. What? I watched him do it. I don't believe it. it... <laughs> who, who was it? Billy Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just after that, he got like the world Pac-Man yeah, score again. It was. Let ridiculous. me see the tape. We'll have to re review the tapes. Uh, so yeah, it's been a video game uh, heavy week yeah. weekend. It's a video game heavy episode so far. Yeah. Twelve minutes in. Hey man, we had a podcast about video games for a long time we did too yeah. right here on the network hey the next wave hey. radio network oh. my name's joe mine's joel this is where we come to talk about movies it's a little show called the editing bay <laughs> you may have heard of it Probably in not. fact you might be listening to it right now uh yeah we uh we talk about bad movies good movies no matter what the case every week we will get together and talk about uh a movie and uh and in, invite you, the listeners, to come join us yeah. in this discussion. Go to facebook.com slash editing bay or in the search function, throw in editing bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's going to take you to our page where you could talk back to us. Let us know what you think about the movies, and if you've got a movie that we should uh, consider watching in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there as well. Mm. Uh, so this is my first pick of the new year. Your choice. Let's and hear it. Uh, I had given a very long synopsis, which is the antithesis of a synopsis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, listen but, to the last five minutes of last week's episode. Where to I, hear why I give we're a doing ridiculous this story about why I picked this movie. Um, but uh, give me the yeah, elevator pitch. We we chose. Well, I'm a big fan of the Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia. As am I. Trying to get my daughter into it, and so that got me thinking. Oh yeah, there's a live action movie of the mm -hmm. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, let's watch that. And so that's what we did from 2010. The live action. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, directed mm -hmm. by John Turtletub. Turtletub! Who, leading up to this point, had 
he'd gained some success working with Nicolas Cage on National Treasure. That's right. He did the two National Treasure movies, uh, also teaming up with uh, Bruckheimer. Th- mm-hmm. This whole this whole trio, Bruckheimer producing, him directing, and, yeah. and Disney releasing, uh, and Nick Cage starring. Right. I guess this is the third time they had done this. And you figure... Yeah, I, I don't know about you. I love that first National Treasure movie. I oh, yeah, I liked it a I lot. it's a great time. It was a great Indiana Jones-like kind of movie. It's, it's the clever. same feeling I had watching the first Mummy. Yes. With Brendan Fraser. Where I was Fun. like, this is kind just of Indiana action, Jones Just enough action, just enough comedy, just enough uh, suspense, and, and uh, I love the little uh, twists and turns, and the, you're, you're, you're kind of solving problems along the way. Very, yeah. very clever. Another movie where Sean Bean dies. Yeah, yes, well, it's in his contract. <laughs> uh, second one, not as great. Um, I never saw the second one. You can you can skip it, but still uh, undeniable the chemistry between these. That's guys. the one where Ed Harris was the bad guy, right? I thought Ed Harris was the bad guy in the first one. No, that was Sean Bean, or was Sean Bean the bad guy? No, in the second yeah, one? you're right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, because um, like the Harvey the Keitel one, shows up as yeah, well. He's second like one brings you to Mount Rushmore, if I remember correctly. That sounds about right. Yeah, I saw it once. It's so weird, <laughs> forgettable. That they're trying to like they're trying to throw like all this like history and archaeological like legacy in America, and I'm like. Just doesn't exist. No, Lara Croft doesn't adventure anywhere in America, guys. I know, but what if? What if the founding fathers had hidden all this stuff in the dollar bill and the Constitution? And hey, the... remember the one movie with Indiana Jones where he <laughs> didn't cross the Atlantic, <laughs> and how interesting it was? It's called the TV series. No, no even there he it's was called in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Is that really all take place here in America? It takes place it, it, or in uh, the U.S. In, in North America and South America. Mm-mm. Oh, that's right, because of the swinging cross, monkeys. He never crosses the Atlantic, and then the swinging Shia LaBeouf. Oh, God. Just do it! Why are they making a fifth? I'm uh, uh, sorry, I digress. No, it's Stay okay, that's track. what we do here. Uh, Stay on target. Get, get angry. Well, well, Hulk out, man. Come on, Mr. Banner. I'm always angry. <laughs> that's, that's the secret. That's my secret, Joe. <laughs> I'm always angry. Uh, yeah, so Sorcerer's Apprentice came out in 2010. Yeah. Um, just to give you a little bit of reference, I mm. like doing this now, giving you kind of an idea of what other movies came out in 2010. This oh. one's also kind of a sizable this list. This is fun. So bear with me. I know sometimes you get bored when I go through something that goes a little <laughs> too long. And you're like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Uh, so here we go. Uh-huh. Other releases in 2010. Mm-hmm. Inception. Oh. Toy Story 3. Wait, 2010? 2010. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Toy Story 3. Mm. The Social Network. Oh, Black Swan. Yes. Shutter Island, Ooh. The King's Speech, The Fighter, 127 Hours, mm. How to Train Your Dragon. Hey, speaking of which. True Grit, oh. The Town, Kick-Ass, yeah. Despicable Me, Winter's Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I knew that was going to be the reaction. I got paused. I'm like, here we go. But no, that was like the first big Jennifer Lawrence yeah, movie. She was a little a young and really good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, mm-hmm. Easy A. Oh, I love that one. Hot Tub Time Machine. Love that. And mm. Scott Pilgrim versus what? the World. That's right. Of course. How yes. can we forget that? 2010. Wow. 2010. So it's in good company. It was It was a good year. Uh, this movie had a budget of $150 million. Yeah. Grossed $215.3 million. Which is, well, you say that like it's a good thing, but that's a failure. That is considered a failure. Like is you, that a failure? You've got to double your money for it to be considered a success. It, yeah. They at so least made their money back. N- well, no, but you, you take into account all the marketing that they have to that's do and flying everyone around. That's not thrown in the budget? Not for the film itself, no. Not for the okay. No, I don't think that's how they do it. So, uh, Disney's probably hurting on flying people. Well, it would explain why there isn't a <laughs> Disney's <laughs> like, man, we made our money back on the production of that movie, but <laughs> fucking flying Nicolas Cage all over the place. Well, I'm sure they want to go first class. That's what broke us. Yeah, maybe that's not what the, the big uh, funds are coming from. But, you know, <laughs> just put them on the Big Iron Bird. <laughs> let, let the the one from Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes, the bird from Sorcerer's Apprentice. The giant Apprentice. eagle. Uh, um, so well, it explains, Joe, why there wasn't a sequel to The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. What would that have been called? The Sorcerer's Apprentice's Apprentice? <laughs> the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, and it would have been Donald Trump. <laughs> the Apprentice. You're fired. The Apprentice's The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Here's a bunch of McDonald's burgers. <laughs> uh, burgers. Some hamburgers. Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see, I posted a, a picture on a friend's timeline. He was talking about this. He was like, what hamburger? What's that? And I posted a, a photo I'd found of McDonald's behind a podium with Donald Trump. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> it was like, I think Sarah reposted it. <laughs> Donald Trump names, uh, what, head of bo- burger security? <laughs> head of burger security. <laughs> He's got some major changes on the way. Uh, uh, it writes itself, You guys. have to laugh or you'll cry. Uh, so The Sorcerer's Apprentice, mm-hmm. loosely based on the, <laughs> the animated short uh, in Fantasia. Yeah, fucking, yes. <laughs> loosely being the operative word there. So... We find out that that like this movie goes through a couple of time skips, which mm-hmm. I find fairly interesting. Yeah. That almost like uh, the Monster Squad, 
where we start off in like ancient times. Yeah, Van Helsing. And Merlin is like gearing up for a battle against Morgan Le Fay, which if you're a fan of Arthurian legend, Morgan Le Fay was the half-sister of King Arthur. Oh. And she vowed to destroy King Arthur because he kind of, I guess he inherited what was supposed to be hers because he ended up being the true son of Uther Pendragon. Little little fictional history lesson here, guys. The more you know. Yeah, I love how it takes this fi- these fictional characters and treats them as uh, historical figures. <laughs> treats <laughs> like like Transformers five yeah. or six. Yes. Uh, so they uh, they they engage in battle, and Merlin is fighting off uh, Morgan Le Fay, almost uh, not unlike uh, <laughs> not unlike Sam Jackson in Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith. Where, where like uh, Alfred Molina runs in and he's like Horvath, get her! Right, <laughs> she is the Sith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Horvath or Alf- Alfred Molina yeah, uh, turns him. on Merlin, and uh, just in time for Morgan Le Fay to get all kinds of powerful, and Nick Cage comes running in and with Monica Bellucci, That's the right. beautiful Monica Bellucci, Veronica. and uh, and she basically. Uh, sacrifices herself mm. and takes Morgan Le Fay's soul inside of her body mm-hmm. and then they like hide her into in this like a Chinese a, nesting doll a, yeah, apparently exactly yeah. um, or is it Russian nesting doll I think it's Russian nesting Russian doll. nesting doll let's go with that so we go through the years where hold on before we get too far off of that that, that prologue please uh, I want to I want to talk about that sequence because that's the opening of the film that's what's supposed to grab you that's what's supposed to suck you in and, and get you invested in the characters and story yes did you get the impression that um, this wasn't meant to have narrate because he's got this old guy narrating over it yes basically I, I said this to Sarah I was like spelling everything out I bet out. this whole thing I bet this was the first half hour of the yeah, movie yeah I bet there's like dialogue where Nick Cage is trying to find the kid that's like supposed to be the next the prime Merlinian <laughs> Speaking of Transformers, doesn't that sound like a fucking robot? It sure does. But uh, but no, you're right because they kind of skip through the battle where it's narrated, and then like you see like the characters talking to each other, yeah. but you don't hear what they're saying. You just got this narrator, and I'm like, and then Merlin died. I'm like, you don't you don't hire these actors to come in and do yeah, dialogue for I, stuff that's going to be like narrated over. This movie's an hour and 49 minutes as I bet it is. It was like two and a half it hours. It probably was. They focus grouped it and... Uh, they're like, it's too damn long. But you know what? For me, I would have liked to have seen that played out. Surely yes. there's a way you could cut that down and keep some of the dialogue and keep some of the scenes or at least minimize the narration. The guy's basically reading a storybook to begin yeah. with. Um, and, and the guy who's reading it dies in the first five minutes. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't even come back later. No. Yeah. So how is he narrating? Why is he narrating? It? And exactly. it breaks. It's like that one thing where I hate narration because it tells me whoever's narrating it lives, no, but he doesn't. Not this time. He's dead. It subverted expectations. It so. sure did. <laughs> so so yeah. No, I I had that same fucking thought. I was like, I bet this was all filmed, mm-hmm. and they had to cut it down. And even though it would have added to the length, I, I kind of wanted to see that because we go into the rest of the film like not not. Monica Bellucci, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Uh, uh, Morgana, who the... Like, we don't even know... Well, that's... There's no motivation for any of these villains. That's kind of part of my problem. Not just the villains, but also the heroes. Mm -hmm. There really is no investment in anybody in this movie. Uh, You come close with Jay Baruchel. He's the closest. And I think that that's largely in part because of how engaging he he's is. He's so fucking charismatic, He's so dude. fun to watch. I love that but guy. But he even struggles with this material. Uh, yeah, but he does the best with it that he can. But anytime he's on screen, like, I just want him to be my be- my best friend. Yeah. You know, you, me, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dupree. And Dupree. <laughs> and Jay Baruchel. And JB. Hey, I think we, we, could, we could hang. Yeah. He just seems like a funny guy, and uh, I, I love him and everything he's done. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely agree. Even the bit parts. Like, if you remember in the movie Knocked Up, he plays one <laughs> yeah. of Seth Rogen's buddies who's yeah. in the hospital waiting. That's right. And, like... He he goes walking in the door to check, and like she's in the middle of giving childbirth, and he comes back, and he's like, "I shouldn't have gone. I shouldn't have gone in there." <laughs> yeah, he does find a way to make even the most like mundane lines. He puts his own little spin on it. Yeah, and uh, I gotta admit, there were a couple of moments where I had to rewind and watch him again because he made me laugh. He's been talented like that for a while, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the um, the the Judd Apatow show that he did right after Freaks and Geeks, never called that, Undeclared. But I know what you're talking about. But yeah. yeah, he he plays the main character. He's oh. he's starting college for the first time. Uh, Seth Rogen's in that as well. Uh, but it's kind of like supposed to be Judd Apatow uh, exercising some of the uh, <laughs> some of the stuff that he went through in college. Mm. Uh, whereas Freaks and Geeks was his childhood, and then Undeclared was college. And basically, you know, Jud- Judd Apatow is giving us. His life and That's little right. glimpses got, and this everything is 40. he's done. This yeah. is his most recent 40-year-old virgin. That's right. This is 40. Uh, 
Fucking funny people. Because <laughs> basically Judd Apatow wanted you to feel what it was to live every day of 40 years. <laughs> That's what funny people was. Aww. Like, Jesus, will this ever end? Not his best. Um, but no, I, I do agree that if they would have just given us given us some of that material so that way we could have engaged, we could have been invested more in these characters because that's what this movie really lacks. Uh, and if I'm going to skip ahead big time to Let's the end it. of this podcast, Bigly. like that's, it's what I feel like this movie did did the worst was developing any kind of characters yeah. for you to care about. Uh, there, there, there's a problem with forgettability when it comes to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, absolutely. It's empty calories. There's, I mean, you, if you're not going to develop the characters at the beginning, at least then, okay, you're going to develop the relationship between Balthazar and Dave throughout the course of the movie as he's training him. We're going to have that whole, like, you know, and, and even though it's cliche, we're going to have that whole, like, Dave isn't getting it. Dave isn't getting it. There's a, a fight yeah, between the two the of them montage. because they're not, they're not getting it. They're not seeing eye to eye on sure. this. And then suddenly Dave starts to understand what Balthazar is trying to teach him. And it, it brings them closer together until at the end, you know, it the Joseph Campbell journey of the hero, the mentor is supposed to die. Mm-hmm. So the hero can kind of go on with what he's gained. It does. And, and but temporarily, but, but he kind of doesn't. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, there are this? no stakes in this movie. Well, it's a PG movie, right? That's fine. You could still, Star Wars was a PG movie. True. True. And Obi-Wan Kenobi still died. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could have had Nick Cage going like, Dave, use your electricity. <laughs> Could he not have affected an accent of some sort? Nicholas like, Cage doesn't do that. He's supposed to be from England. Like the, he's supposed to be one of the apprentices I know. of Merlin. Alfred Molina has a fucking accent in yes. this. Yeah. Monica Bellucci. Does she even speak? <laughs> yeah, she Monica does Bellucci? at the very end. Oh, okay. At the very end. She probably sounds Italian though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> well, there you go. Monica Bellucci and I were MySpace friends. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And at one point, she did this thing where she was like, if you comment on one of my pictures, I'll comment on one of yours. Oh. And so I commented on one of her pictures. And at the time, this is, I mean, this is MySpace era. So, like, th- I, that was a point where, like, I now used to old. frost my tips. Oh, and yeah. I had, like, I had at one point dyed the tips of my hair Baby, red. bye, 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 <laughs> bye. And she, she, she commented on one of the pictures. She was like, your hair looks really nice. <laughs> I have to see if I can get a screenshot of yes, that. Yes, please do. We'll post it on the Facebook page. <laughs> it's like you're, Ironically, you're we'll post the MySpace really post nice. on the Facebook page uh, in 2019. I wonder if it's still there when I migrated the pictures. I, but you wonder if MySpace is still there? Yeah, me too. No, I, I know mean, it's. I know MySpace is still there. Who owns there. MySpace now? Uh, Remember when Justin Timberlake took it over and he was gonna? It was gonna be like a big music platform. Well, they still. I think they're still trying to make it that. No. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's funny that you say that because, uh, again, jumping ahead, that's exactly what I have written to what it did wrong. More mm-hmm. story, character, less spectacle. Yeah, I don't care about anybody in this movie, and the journey, the journey itself is so. It's so weirdly paint by numbers. It does all these weird cliche things that drive me fucking nuts. Like if we can, if we could just all vow as filmmakers in the next ten years, let's no longer make movies where people just don't talk to each other, and that's where the weird like misunderstandings come from. Yeah. Like because there's not really a point where. So he's he's learning magic, and at some point he's got like he does the sorcerer's apprentice thing in this movie. Yeah, with the, it's the uh, thing you're kind of with. It's what the movie's named after, so they obviously have to have a moment like that where he brings the brooms to life. It's like what Doom did, yes. that little two-minute sequence but where it, it's first-person shooting. But shooter. this at least kind of... I'll, I'll give this movie this credit for this, that this moment, this sequence, planted the seeds for what happens at the end with how he <sighs> defeats Morgana. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they in, do in, use it that in, way. In the, most, in the loosest way possible. Aside from that, it's inconsequential and just kind of pads the runtime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they start playing the music. Honestly, like that was, that was the moment I was waiting for in the movie. I was like, okay, good. I'm I'm glad they did this. As it's starting, I'm like, I'm glad they did this. Yeah. But it ends way too quickly. And then it's like beat for beat, and then right back into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And that's kind of a that's also a problem that this movie has, where it sets things up, sets it up, sets it up, and when it happens, it suddenly goes away really quickly. Mm-hmm, like Alfred mm-hmm. Molina, he. He like brings people to life from the little uh, the Russian nesting doll, That's right. and then eliminates them himself. Almost like there were probably other bigger battle sequences yeah. with these evil wizards that they had put together. No time, and they were like, "We don't have time, no Alfred. Budget. You got to take their power away from them. Yeah. That's your deal. Is you're taking, and then he's easily dispatched at the end too. Yeah. 
So <laughs> again, too, oh, too many villains in this. We oh, have the God, villain, yes. and then we have the we have the Darth Vader, and then we have the Emperor. On yeah, top. And, and it's not needed for yeah, a movie. You, this is you it, don't need the Chris Angel character. Oh God. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I actually did kind of appreciate that there was there was a Nega apprentice, right? Yeah. So we've got uh, Nick Cage and Jay Baruchel as his apprentice, and then Alfred Molina is the villain. Hor- What's his name? Horgath. Horvath. Horvath. Which I thought the first time I saw it, I thought it was Horbath Horvath. with a B. <laughs> and then I had to look at the crowd. I was like, oh, it's Horvath. Horvath sounds Horvath. awesome, though. Yeah. I'm down for that. We'll take a Horvath. <laughs> um, and then he had an apprentice. So I kind of like that there was an apprentice off uh-huh. uh, a little bit there. And and I did enjoy that they, they kind of took the, the modern, you know, quote, I'm using finger quotes here, magician, like the David Copperfields and the Chris Angels, and, and used it to mock them. Yeah. And it was also... But his backstory was like he actually is a sorcerer. He has some magical powers. He just didn't have somebody to take him under his wing. Right. So he did the best he well, could. Well, that his with... his mentor went away. That's what it was. But I'm like, well, who the fuck Where? was his mentor? Yeah. Because this is like Highlander. Like this is what we're like. As yes, far as it's I exactly know, like that. it's only Nicolas Cage with Horvath mm-hmm. stuck in the Russian nesting doll. Mm-hmm. So who else was your fucking mentor? How are you like? How do you have a ring of power? Yeah. How are you one of the? Because we right. did not explain this at all. And they they do set up that there's like more. Uh, Morganians is that what Morgan- they call them? Yeah, Morganians. Morganians. So it's like, and where are they? At they're this like point? Death Eaters, apparently, from the Harry Potter film. But like, yeah, we never see them. Where did they come from? Where did they go? Yeah. Cotton where do Nigel. you? Where do you go, <laughs> my lovely? <laughs> uh, so I, I had higher expectations for something like this. <laughs> did, did you? I did. When I went and saw this in the theater, I, I had I had higher expectations. I was expecting a little bit better. Uh, especially coming off, like I said, coming off the success of something like uh, National Treasure, which I knew was a huge hit. Yeah. Um, I I had never seen this, like I said, never seen the second one, so I didn't know what was in store there. But uh, but no, I I had better. I, I expected a little bit better from this movie. How did you feel about how they handled magic? Because we have one scene where they're driving around in Nicolas Cage's old uh, the Munsters vehicle apparently whatever that is and then they turn it into a, a slicker car that's right uh, a, f- a fun little trivia that's actually Nicolas Cage's uh, vehicle like they the, were the they Bentley were, or all of the cars no no the, uh, the the old school one the old Bentley oh, was okay. that a Bentley yeah, yeah I think it was a Bentley yeah um, that's cool actually this whole thing was kind of Nicolas Cage's passion project in a way or is his idea like he he came up with the idea or at least that he wanted to be a magic wielder uh-huh. In a, uh, uh, in a in a in a magical realm, he wanted to explore that, and I think it was like one of his producer friends came up with the idea for or, or, or suggested using the Sorcerer's Apprentice as the the vehicle. Really? Yeah. So this whole thing was kind of like his idea, uh, which well, that that makes sense. <laughs> explains a lot. Explains but, why he lives at the end of this movie. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, trying to set up franchises, man. Uh, so not only does he supply the the lead role, he also supplied the vehicles. In the yeah, car. that's interesting. <laughs> um, but there's that scene with them driving. Mm-hmm. And it's it's right when he when Jay Baruchel is is uh, starting to understand magic and what magic is and, and really believing him. They've just had this big fight in Chinatown with the the giant. Right? Was that before or after? With the giant dragon? Yeah, that was way before. Yeah, that was yeah. way before. So he's explaining like what magic is and how it works, and he's kind of like tying it into science. And he's like, you know, molecules they they, they get excited, and so all this is is. But he does that whole thing about, you know, humans only use 10% of their brain, but <laughs> if you're a sorcerer, you use 100%. You're able to manipulate molecules that's and That's why you're good at fire. physics, Dave. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I'm like, how do you even know? How do you even he's know that he's... has been watching him, kind I've, of, I guess. I've been, I've been watching you, Dave. Although he was stuck in that urn for 10 years. <laughs> I like that, that well, Alfred Molina is like, puts down like the... the, the uh, his homework? His homework, his yeah. history paper. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> first of all, horrible prose. This is all I had to do <laughs> to read for, for the last 10, 10 years. years. Um, and, and again, like, why, why did we even have to have that? Why did we have to have him as a kid like stumbling into the fucking magic shop? Like it, it wasn't. It was unnecessary. It was, we could have skipped to like Jay Baruchel as being a, a college student, exactly. Um, but, but we have to set we have up kid, and he peed his pants. Yeah, and, like too much setup for a romance later in that's, the movie. That's really the only reason for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that could have all happened in real time. But no, we have to set up that uh, he had a crush on little Becky, and uh, wrote that did that thing you do when you're in you're in uh, elementary school, where you're sure. right on the piece of paper. Will you be my girlfriend? Yes, no, or maybe you draw little check boxes. Yeah, um, and then really no payoff to that later no, in the movie. No, yeah, well, cute. except for like the very end. Yeah, uh, what did you think of that that romance? Their relationship. It was in the film? it was forced. It, I didn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, although 
I don't mind that actress. She's uh, like, great. Like Kristen Stewart Light. She, she, she's, <laughs> she was from, uh, oh, what is her name? Uh, Teresa Palmer. Palmer, there you go. She yeah. was in, if you saw that um, zombie Romeo and Juliet movie, what was that called? Oh, was Warm she Bodies? in Warm Bodies? She's the girl in Warm Bodies. She the was Julie, so good Juliet or Julie, whatever the name is. She was really good in that Yeah, movie. so she's a strong actress, not given a lot to do, but at least charismatic. But yeah, hard to imagine that she would be into gawkish. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Baruchel. Right. But, you know, movie. It's fine. Yeah. Um, she was also in uh, I Am Number Two. Or I Am Number Four. I can't remember. I Am it, Number Four. It was, like it, a, it was like a weird YA. <laughs> you gotta have I Am some, a Number Two. You've got to have some balls if you name your movie. <laughs> I Am Number Two. Like, the, the critics' headlines just write themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at one point, Jay Baruchel brings Teresa Palmer into mm-hmm. like his lab, his lair, to show him to show her like this cool stuff he does his with Tesla electricity, coils, yeah, and like puts her in a metal cage <laughs> in the middle of the room. He even says, uh, "Step into my cage," and she's like, "Well, that's the first time anybody's ever said that to me." <laughs> but like seriously, like they step into a metal fucking cage, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You gotta." You got to hold on to the bars. And I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. Hold on to the bars. There's none of this hold on to the bars shit. Yeah, it's a Tesla coil. I don't care. I don't care what it is. you see the prestige? Like, it's totally safe. Of course I saw the prestige. Yeah. On this episode, right? Or this this podcast. On this podcast. Listen to our prestige episode from, what was that, 2017, I believe. I think so. That's a Gooden. Yeah. A Dwight Gooden. But yeah, to have her get in that cage, Mm -hmm. I thought that was like a... uh, it, it bothered me. And then it, he uses it as a synthesizer. He's playing her favorite song. And Because she's a radio DJ, and then, dude. <laughs> How realistic was that? It, I could feel you cringing so like, as I was watching that. So when they leave a building that is clearly not NYU, with banners mm-hmm. on the sides of the door that say NYU. <laughs> but one of my favorites was when they go in and it says NYU Athletics Department. I'm not sure... I, and I could be wrong. I just I don't remember when I was there. I don't there remember an athletics. an athletics department <laughs> like the NYU fighting farmers. It's an alternate reality, Joe. Uh, <laughs> troopers three virtual reality. <laughs> so uh, so no, they're they're callback. They're walking down the street, and she's like, "Oh, this is me." And he's like, "Oh, it's a, your radio station." <laughs> like as if it's gross point blank. It's a fucking radio station on the first floor, right? In New York City. Nope, nope. You're not getting any safe. And then motherfucker is like underground in like Spider-Man's underground lair. <laughs> right. And is like getting radio reception. I'm like, dude, you're not getting reception. Nothing is getting through that fucking, the, the lead fucking pipes, the, the ground, uh, the concrete. You're not getting that reception. But whatever, dude. Science whatever. doesn't check out it in The Sorcerer's check. Apprentice. In this movie about science yeah. and magic. And magic. Um. Yeah, well, also, bringing us back to the realities of magic in this world, I'm fine with them trying to have a scientific reason for it, but also kind of having some mojo. But just because you can control molecules with your mind, molecules, like, with your mind, and Uh create fire and plasma balls or whatever, they're doing some crazy things that that doesn't explain. Yeah. Alfred Molina looks at a picture of wolves and then conjures, like, creates actual wolves out of, brings them to life. Like some of the things that they're doing in here, like that giant Chinese dragon that uh-huh. uh, that they fight. Yeah. That, how? No. <laughs> the, the, where's the science? I like that there's still people in it too, and yeah. they're like they're being what? closed in. Oh, it's yeah. getting. A, and I'm like, okay, their legs turn into the dragon's yeah. legs. Then the dragon gets defeated, and like they're just kind of sitting there, like, what? That made me laugh a little bit, but at the same time, I I dug the way Nicolas Cage was trying to keep people from seeing the magic happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they jettison that whole thing about halfway through the movie well also, you know when he's flying on a big fucking iron <laughs> hawk just gonna say through he, the city i'm like well he lands like on a subway track like yeah. with that giant thing and like nobody saw that flying through the air not worried in 2010 doesn't care at we all. had iphones back then guys yeah we did iphones iphones um, also, speaking of the magic, I was kind of disappointed in, in the ways that they used it. There were a couple of clever instances. I like that um, when they're fighting in the bathroom, when the apprentices are, are uh, fighting it off, and then Nicolas Cage and Alfred Molina show up. Yeah. And uh, he turns the mirror, the bathroom mirror, into I, like a pool of liquid. Like, it's almost like a portal. Yeah. But Uh-oh. the payoff mm-hmm. was completely fucking uh, destroyed by some bad fucking extra. Oh, uh, the, so, the guy who walks in afterwards. The guy, the guy walks in afterwards. Did you notice what he did though? Did he look at the camera? He looked. He was looking at Alfred Molina. Like he's looking at his reflection, and Alfred Molina then like knocks on the window, and instead of like looking over, like what? 
he looks at Alfred Molina. Oh, interesting. Instead, yeah, instead of like looking at you it know, as it's his reflection. I did have to rewind that and kind of figure out what was going on because it took me a, re- a second to realize that he was only showing up in the, in the reflection and not in reality. Yeah, they could have. I don't think they, they had time. They, I think <sighs> that's another situation where they had to do a reshoot or something. You think so? And they had to like crop Alfred Molina out. That just seemed like like that could have been solved with a wider shot. Instead, they were kind of like yeah. tight, and you could. But they didn't do a wider shot because they, they had Alfred Molina standing right. right there, and I think that's why the shitty actor that looked was with him, him looked at him uh, instead of looking in the. I gotta in the watch mirror. that again. I bet yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh well, but it was fun. <laughs> they, I appreciate their attempts to add humor into this. Uh-huh. Some quirkiness. I think Nicolas Cage waving a pickle around. I think part of the part of my frustration with this movie is that, like, it isn't it isn't fucking horrible. Like it's not a horrible That's film. That's the problem. It's kind of in no man's land. Yeah, it's, it's that on makes Rotten it Tomatoes. More frustrating. It's a fifty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and that's like yeah, it's right there in the middle where it's like I would. I don't spend hate an this. After, I, don't, I don't hate the movie, but totally forgettable. Exactly. Um, it, it's it, it's a shame because you've got I don't like usually Nick Cage is very like eye roll and and like sigh worthy, mm-hmm. and he's even doing he, Despite the fact that the guy can't do a fucking accent, he's still fine in this film. Yeah, he's, he's got doing some funny it. moments. He is not. He's not the worst part of this movie. But what is the worst part of this? Uh, movie? I, like I said, it's just the lack of engagement. Uh, but I think, I think if anything could be could could be used as an example to like really sum up the lack of investment in this movie, mm-hmm. it's when Jay Baruchel sacrifices his Merlin ring and the Russian nesting doll. The Grimhold yes. and gives it to Horvath. Me Grimhold to save uh, Becky. Yes, and then like Nick Cage shows up after saving himself from the quicksand carpet. That's right. Uh, like shows up and and Jay Barish was like, I, I he took the the Grimhold yeah. and he took the Merlin ring. He was gonna kill Becky Balthazar. I I had no other choice. And Balthazar's like Dave, I'd have done the same thing. <laughs> And I'm like, motherfucker, like, at every point where you could have had conflict with people, where you could have built these characters with a little bit of conflict. And I know that's a bullshit piece of conflict. And in fact, who's to say that if they did do it that way, mm-hmm. that alternate universe Joe wouldn't have been like, that's such a that's bullshit, bullshit thing. That's a bullshit he, thing to be mad about. Because he, he did kind of do the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, but or or I guess he does at the end, so it's foreshadowing because Veronica Monica Bellucci did it for him. I feel like you're robbing yourself of a place where these characters can actually yeah. have like a moment of understanding and some growth and build. They could have done that earlier in the movie, where Horvath has her hostage and Jay Baruchel gives up the Grimhold, and then the movie turns into like a they have to chase him to get the thing back. Because, but of... at least like then you could have had. Nick Cage, Balthazar, be like, "You did what? Mm-hmm. God damn, blah blah blah." Right, and then finally, like right before the the the, fi- the climax, you could have had a moment between Balthazar and Dave, where he's like, "To be, I would have to done be the honest, same thing. Dave, I would have done the same thing." Yeah, nice. And I did do the same thing, mm-hmm. and like, kind of, that's where we can get like the flashback. Like this whole movie, if you're gonna not yeah. give like the story at the beginning, have the story happen, and then like when he finally starts talking to Dave, Tell the that's backstory. when we get the backstory, yeah. the, the flashback of like what happened. See, that's the you know what I wonder if that's what they intended to. Do and then it was like, oh no, we need to kickstart this film with some action sequence yeah. and, and to introduce you to the world because otherwise, what we're starting off with a ten-year-old Jay Baruchel, right? Who pees his pants? Ways. Yeah, or or doesn't really pee his pants? He just gets what? But I really need somebody out there to do a supercut of like when he's outside the building and the kids are like, "Look, Dave peed his pants." And then, like, cut to the the footage from Billy Madison, where the fact he goes, "Look, Billy peed his pants too," and just have Adam Sandler like, "Of course, I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest." <laughs> Please, Billy Madison, Sorcerer's Apprentice crossover. Oh, uh, I knew some editors. I know, right? Mm. Who had a bay? <laughs> a Michael Bay? No. Uh, what else? Do you have any other anything else on Let's this movie? See. Again, if you're going to sacrifice story and characters, I want a little more of... of uh, I want to understand this magical world a little more. You know? The, the Matrix. We don't really know how much about Neo. How it works. But the, the world that they live in is yeah. what's interesting as you learn more about it. Yeah, I want to know how this works because ultimately... They have a couple of cool tricks, but then it just devolves into them shooting. They're basically, you know, yeah. projectile. Hadouken! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, yes, these aren't guns, but you're basically just turning this magic into a gun. A gun. And that's boring to me. You know, it's it's hard to put this movie, and, and it's so funny that this came out the same year as Deathly Hollows Part 1. 
Yeah. We're like, okay, there's one movie that did magic really fucking well. Yeah. And if Disney could have just opened their eyes a little bit and went, well, what have they been doing with this Harry Potter franchise? <laughs> you know, what would have been more exciting? Maybe keeping like all these fucking these these masters of magic from the Russian nesting doll mm-hmm. and having them be like, you know, kind of a force that like Dave and Balthazar need to defeat to move on and maybe employ a little bit more of like modern science into the magic because it's kind of a, a nothing burger, nothing burger, <laughs> nothing burger. When you get to the, <laughs> when you get to the end of the movie, it's just kind of like, uh, all right. Yeah. I wish they hadn't have, I wish they hadn't have told us what they were going to do before we saw it happen. Oh, right. Like it would have been kind of more interesting to be like, Oh shit. It's the thing from, okay, I got, well, but you know what they talk about? Like, Oh, the, the rising, right. That's what, uh, Morgan is bringing on the yeah. rising. We're all Thousands dead. dead Morgan- yeah. Morganians. I, and prime Merlinians. You can't set that up and then not fucking pay it off. No, they, and they Instead, didn't. it's the that third act action sequence is is like the weakest of the like. It's super. Rough. The one in Chinatown is better than that. Yeah, it is. And it, it's, That's when they had money. <laughs> I guess they so. blew their budget on the Chinatown. And all fight. that fucking confetti. That yeah, was just flying around. Uh, it did look really cool though. Merlinians. This movie does look great, dude. If we Don't ever take on, if we ever take on like a, a podcasting apprentice, yeah, would we call them like a prime? Ber- Burnsinian, prime. <laughs> prime uh, is that that could be your your kid if you ever have a kid. Burnsinian, prime Burnsinian. Just name them all after yeah. Transformers. <laughs> Burnsinian, prime. man, that's great, dude. Would you would you recommend the Sorcerer's Apprentice? No, it's a it's, it's a waste of time. Yeah, uh, it's enjoyable enough in the during the two hours the interim that you're watching it. Uh huh. But uh, what's the payoff? What's the, what am I getting out of it? What's Instead the just... lesson? What is the takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on the breakaway. <laughs> and this tapestry here on my skin is a map of the victories I win. <laughs> otherwise, I'm just, see, I would watch Moana again Fuck, before I watch yes. that. Because otherwise, you're just kind of like killing time. It's a shame because with the the bones, like the the Sorcerer's Apprentice, that is a it's a very popular, famous thing. Obviously, it's something I love. And mm-hmm. so for me, I'm like, there's a way to make a yeah. good Sorcerer's Apprentice Ripe movie with potential. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't have to worry about trying to franchise it out. You could make a good, solid movie. Yeah, they don't make movies anymore unless they can franchise. Them. Yeah, yeah, and that's a shame. I'm looking forward to seeing Moonlight too. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, I know they were really looking forward to yeah, franchising. Spielberg's that working one. on that Schindler's List sequel. I yeah, think that's coming out in 2020. <laughs> Ooh, hey, you want to talk about movies that are coming out? You want to stop down real yeah, quick please. and talk about uh, some movie trailers that we Let's saw today? Oh, dude, yeah. We had uh, Spider-Man. 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 The new Spider-Man. Home, what's it called? Home Away From Home? Far From Home. Far From Home. Somebody needs to take the uh, movie poster for the uh, the movie from the 90s, Far From Home, The Little Boy and His Dog. Put a Spider-Man mask on <laughs> the little boy. <laughs> Somebody do that, okay? And uh, I get I get credit for that idea. There you go. I don't think that's how that works. Oh, shit. But. So I'm a really good idea man. I just don't know how to put these things together. That's the equivalent of like Facebook. Like by posting this on Facebook, I declare that I do not. <laughs> I own the property of this, and I do not give permission for anybody. Yeah, Grandpa, right. thanks okay. for that. Yeah, cool. That didn't work in 2007. <laughs> you know what? Nobody wants your shit anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like what a fucking narcissistic thing to say. Nobody cares about your fucking Fox News posts. Dude, the Spider-Man trailer looks. Good. I'm a little worried. Because I feel like... What, Spider-Man? Because you're seeing Mysterio, you're seeing uh, the Elementals, like mm-hmm. Hydra-Man, yeah. and maybe Sandman. Um, that looked like Sandman, that's what I thought. But but it also, they look like the Waterman. same. like yeah. Waterman. They basically look the same. It's almost like they took the same effect and just put a different color on it. So same character, maybe? Um, maybe. Mm. Uh, so, uh, like, maybe Molecule Man. Uh, mm-hmm. So, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm worried about it because we're already seeing, like, three villains in this movie. Yeah. So maybe that's a little too much. Is Mysterio a villain? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mysterio's totally a villain. Because Jake Gyllenhaal is such a cool guy. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, what was it? His uh, oh, was it Instagram or Twitter yeah. post where he was reading a Spider Man comic? No. And he looks. He pulls the comic down. He goes, "Wait, so I'm not fucking Spider Man." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's it's great. Like, well played, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so, no, I just, I feel like there's maybe too many villains that we're seeing here. Too many cooks. Uh, so we're, we're we're kind of treading Spider-Man 3 territory with that, or mm. or Amazing Spider-Man 2 territory, uh, if you if you will. Yeah, let's uh, see if we can get past part two And also, with Spider-Man. we see Nick Fury. 
Yeah, Nick Fury is like, so that's the big question. Where does this, like, this is this post-Endgame? Well, like, it comes out after Endgame. Yeah, and so far they've done a pretty good job of making sure that the release dates of these Marvel movies follow along the, the sequential order. Sure. Like, it's it's almost real time, right? Except for Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s. Well, yeah, but it's intentionally like a period piece. But then the, they're I flashing think by back. the end of Captain Marvel we will be in modern well, time. I guess so, because she's got to show up in Endgame, right? It, does she? I don't know. I thought so. But <laughs> that's did. why that movie's coming out before Endgame. I have no clue, man. Same thing with Ant-Man. Ant-Man's going to have to show back up. Ant-Man. Somehow. Well, we saw him in the trailer. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. how does he get out of his little... I guess we'll find out. Dude, in April. did you see the theory that mm. Scott Lang is actually Loki? Hmm? <laughs> Somebody posted oh, video no. evidence of, like, <laughs> of Loki as like in every one of his films does this. And there's a shot of Scott Lang when oh, he's looking on. in the camera and going, yeah. hey, guys. That's it's a me. stretch. It, it is a stretch. That's just people it's not wanting to let go of the fact that Loki is, is maybe no more. Is he? Loki's Because you're the one that, you're the one that, he's Loki. <laughs> Loki's <laughs> delicious. That's my favorite it's uh, Italian dish, You know by what? I like it with a marinara sauce. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, not uh, the buttercream. <laughs> but they do it uh, at, at this place that Sarah and I like to go to. We go to this Italian joint, and they do it with an Alfredo sauce, and I don't like it as much don't, with the Alfredo. Don't like in the gnocchi? No. Don't like either gnocchi. <laughs> It's like Dikembe. <laughs> Who want to sexy Dikembe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, where? We? Oh, yeah. No, so, um, so yeah. I guess this is supposed to take place after Endgame because you got Nick Fury and Spider Man, mm-hmm. and from what I understand, like you've got Spider Man in Civil War. That's right. And the events of Civil War and Homecoming and Infinity War all kind of happen at the same time. At the same right? time, like yeah. within that same time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind yeah. of. Curious, like, all right, whoa. so this well, so this spoils the fact that Nick Fury's coming back. Well, noticeably absent from this trailer, though, Joe. That's the real news. Yeah, no Tony Stark. There is no Tony Stark. Where's Iron Man in this? I don't know. If this is post Endgame, <laughs> maybe it's the Endgame for him. Look, I don't think <laughs> any of them are dying. I don't think really? any of the the main Avengers are dying. I don't think so. I think there's going to be a hanging it up for them. I think there's oh, going sure, to be sure, a sure, conclusion sure. Right. And, and, and an explanation as to why they won't be in the movies from now on. Okay. But I don't think they're killing off any major... Man, yeah. you know, you got to have some balls to kill... Like it's That would be like killing off Stanley. Oh, Optimus Prime in the fucking Transformers the movie? They brought him back, right? No, they didn't. Not in the no, cartoon. No, no. Yeah, they did. In the next oh, season, they yeah. brought him back. Yeah. He's never the same, though. Yeah. Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, <laughs> who the fuck is this Autobot? I did notice, uh, going back to the movie at hand, are we done with, with Spider-Man? Hello, Prime. <laughs> Do you want to play with me? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucking hate Wheelie. Uh, yes. That's, when's that? Is that July? May? Yeah, July. Something like that. Comes Some, out in July. Soon. Too, many, too many Marvel movies to keep track of. Uh, but Not going back to the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Um, there are a couple of other movie references in there. Did you catch yes. that? Yeah, Speaking Buzz Lightyear at the very like near the Buzz beginning. Lightyear to show yeah. that it's 1995. We've got um, a little Star Wars reference there when uh, Alfred Molina is trying to break into. Where's he trying to break into? And the security guard's like, "I need to see your identification." You don't need to and see my identification. Pulls the Jedi mind trick yes. on him. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, also, there's a little nod to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did you? Oh notice yeah, that? when he gets the the Grimhold. The Grimhold is sitting in the fireplace. <laughs> he's like doing on the a pedestal, thing. and he's doing the. Raiders and then he grabs of the Lost. it, and puts his hand. Down. Yeah, and <laughs> he like looks up, like expecting the ceiling to fall a, in on him. I feel like that's a Jay Barish. Like that's what he brought. He was like, "Yep, you know what might be funny, <laughs> guys? If I do this." Like, have you ever seen this movie called Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> it's pretty good. So I'm going to do that thing where he grabs it and and kind of balances his hand. <laughs> I'm going to try it, all right? So just film it, and if it works, That's pretty good. We'll, uh, we'll use it. I mean, and it's- <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see Joe and his mannerisms, because not only do you affect the voice, but uh, I almost feel like... Much like uh, Monica Bellucci in this movie, you have taken on the soul of Jay Baruchel. It's like every time he's drawing like a chubby, bald Jay Baruchel <laughs> sitting here at the table. It's like an older Scott Con. <laughs> when uh, that's another callback. When every time he's like riding the uh, the, the metal eagle in here, I, I keep wanting to call him to, Tooth. Go higher, Toothless. Tooth- Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no. Love no. me some Jay. I got sour in my mouth. <laughs> some of the lines. <laughs> Uh, he's right. lovable. He's very lovable. So I probably would not recommend this movie either. No. Uh, but but what's Hard fun pass. is even after when the movie was done, and I think I told you this, like I I had fallen asleep 
at a couple of points in this movie because <laughs> this was right after I had done the VR. And oh, yeah. then like I fell asleep. But <laughs> reality wasn't enough. I for woke you. I woke up and Sarah had watched the whole thing. Oh no. And when it was done, she was like, you know what? I I didn't hate it. It's uh, not I hateable. It was, it was kind of enjoyable. She's like, I really like Jay Baruchel a there lot. There you go. She's like, I like Nicolas Cage in this movie. The okay. cast is really good. I'll jump right to my what I think it did right. Uh-huh. Um, not really a weak person in the cast, I would say. I know you didn't like The Apprentice, uh, yeah. the, the, the Bad Apprentice. Yeah. Nega Apprentice. But uh, <laughs> yes. I thought he was really funny. He he was funny. He was just unnecessary. Yeah. And, and kind of existed out of convenience maybe more sh- than anything else. Maybe should have saved it for the sequel. Like, too much stuff going well, on. Why couldn't he have been a level of the Grimhold that, like, he, that, that Alfred Molina releases? Like, is his maybe apprentice from he back manages, in the day. He manages to release him before the Grimhold gets taken back away from the good guys. Like, mm. that could have been kind of a back and forth. But I like the, I like the, the Chris Angel thing that they were playing with. That, him. Like, that was kind of fun. What if Chris Angel actually had some magical powers, but he wasn't good enough? That's but, so he just took his act on the road. That's the aspect that I liked about David Tennant in that Fright Night remake. That he yes. was kind of like this Chris Angel this character. Oh yeah, but he actually yeah um, hunts vampires. I, I guess I would kind of go with you on that. That what this movie did right was the casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie is not. It doesn't look bad. It's flat at times. Some of the special effects did not age well, even for 2010. Like yeah. the, the special special effects are a little rough. But like they used, they did some cool practical stuff in the movie. They do a lot of practical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciated that. It's not a bad looking film, and it's pretty well cast. Just what it did wrong was. The, the fucking the lack of engagement that the, the, the yes. script offers uh, and the fact that nobody cared at any point to like try to flesh things out a little bit more this feels like there were a lot of writers I didn't look at the credits but I'm I sure think there were like a lot a of writers dozen or so writers on yeah. this um, yeah too many too not enough uh, story and character and, and too many villains too many, too many plots going on. Oh, absolutely. Need to simplify it and get to know these characters. All right. So if we were going to remake The Sorcerer's Apprentice, oh. uh, how would we do that, John? I have recast, looks like eight One, two, three, of the characters four, here. Five, and a director. I uh, I did the same. I have eight and a director. I bet we have the same. Did you do Bennett, the uh, his, his, his roommate? Nope, I didn't. Oh, well, that's the guy I have. Okay. Uh, he's my number eight, and I went with Keenan Thompson. Oh, that's pretty good. SNL. Uh, I guess you didn't recast Merlin from the beginning. No, I didn't. I can come up with something real I, quick. Uh, I recast Johnny Depp as Merlin. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's a little bit of a twist here. Oh, you got a theme going on No, here? not really a theme, but I, I kind a... of twisted things a little bit. Interesting. Let's see. Who would I do? I would do um, uh, Harvey Keitel. Okay, go. that's, that's good. No, that's, that's awesome. good. That's a good Merlin. Did you do uh, Morgana? It's because I'm Kurt with you. This <laughs> <It laughs> is just time is of the time essence. Of the essence. <laughs> so pretty please. With sugar, with on, sugar top. on top. Clean the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so great in that. <laughs> All right, what did you ask? Uh, Morgana. Morgana. Is she next on your list? Yes, she is. There. We only see her at the very beginning. Uh-huh. And, and at the very end. Partially at the played end. Played by the actress who played the Borg Queen yeah. in that st- that one Star Trek Alice film. Alice Krieg yeah. is her name. Uh, I went with uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Ooh, that's, that's great. Morgana. Holy shit, that's perfect. Uh, I went with a Deborah Messing from Will and Grace. Oh, that's that's good. She's got the red curly she hair. She needs work. And if you've seen Deborah Messing, yeah. she, she could play this role now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the years. Ten, ten before and after. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. So next I have Veronica. Veronica. The Monica Bellucci role. Mm-hmm. I went a little bit older. And her name was a Veronica. Helen Mirren. Ooh. Which, a little bit of trivia. Uh-oh. Helen Mirren played Morgan Le Fay in Excalibur. Oh, was that her back then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, gorgeous. Interesting. Well, I can't wait to see who your uh, your Balthazar is because okay. they're supposed to be lovers. Yes. Lovers. Secret lovers. I went a little younger, but uh, still uh, uh, a middle-aged woman, uh, but attractive. And I like her. I like Catherine Keener. Oh, Speaking that's good. of uh, 40-year-old virgin uh-huh. and uh, Hamlet 2, listen to our Hamlet 2 episode. I almost went with Vera Farmiga for, Ooh, for that role. That, oh, very good. I like yeah. that. Up in the air and... Other things. Running Scared. A little movie called there, Running Scared with go. Paul Walker. That's right. Uh, Who's right. next? Drake Stone. That's who I have. Yeah. This is the Chris Angel. Chris Angel character. Apprentice. Bad Apprentice. I went with Russell Brand. What? Russell Ru- Brand. Russell Brand. There you go. Russell right? Brand. Right? It's fucking perfect. Did you listen to my demo? I was going to do that. <laughs> but then <laughs> instead I went on living my life. That's right. You see her? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have sex with her later. <laughs> <laughs> you almost sound like Korg when you do your <laughs> Russell Brand. Hey, man. <laughs> I went on living my life. <laughs> I have one accent, and it's Cork. 
Uh, next on my list, I have Horvath. Let's do it. Oh, the Alfred Molina villain. Uh, played by Colin Farrell in my movie. Uh, ooh, speaking of Fright Night, nicely mm-hmm. done. Uh, yes, well, sir. I used your uh, your Merlin. How about Johnny Depp? Oh, that's my good. Horvath. Yeah. Kind of doing his uh, Fantastic Beasts. What's his character's name in that? The bad guy in that? Uh, Gr- Grindelwald. Grindelwald. The crimes, yeah. the crimes of Horvath. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sequel. Uh, all right, so that leaves us with Dave and Balthazar. And Becky. And Becky. Oh, did yeah, that's right, Becky. Becky. I, did, I did cast Becky. Let's do Becky. Okay, I uh, I cast Dakota Fanning as Becky. Oh, huh. a little young, though. Well, no, I guess no, what is she now? Dude, she's yeah. age-appropriate That's right, if point. we're doing college, high yeah. school age. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right, sounds good. Uh, I, mine's a little older, but uh, still youngish. I went with, uh, I don't know if it's Mika or Micah. Micah Monroe, Micah Monroe from It Follows. And Independence Day Resurgence. We watched that. Oh, man, that's a good one. Listen to our Independence Day I Resurgence. so bad episode. for her career trajectory. No, actually, she... I went from It Follows <laughs> to Independence Day. I know, it really came out strong. And then, Well, I mean, like, listen, if that's your second film and you're, you're being It's hard cast to say no to that. And the Independence... She probably grew up with Independence well, Day, so also, I would have said yes It's probably a pretty good paycheck. Yeah. Where you're like, wait, a sequel to Independence Day? Exactly. That was a huge movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be kind of dumb for me to turn that down. She's got, what's she coming out with? She's got uh, uh, Greta. That's the next one. Oh, Greta. That already came out. <laughs> Who was in that? Somebody else was in it. Oh, yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz and her. <gasps> oh. Greta. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Anyway, Michael Monroe. She's my Becca. Gotcha. All right, so now that leaves us with Dave mm-hmm. and yes, Balthazar. Let's do the uh, Bay. Bay. Bave. <laughs> it's their couple name. Bay Gerasol. <laughs> Jay Bereshall. So the Dave character. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple of options here. Uh, my pick was uh, Justin Long oh, because good. he's perpetually he's, 25. He was, like, he was Jay Bereshall before Jay Bereshall was Jay Bereshall. <laughs> exactly. So gotcha. let's just get him back. Um, my runner-up uh, provided by Jenna, though, is uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah? How about that? Uh, I don't, She's like, I just he's have already one. wearing a ring. I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's Frodo. I only have one, and okay. that's Donald Glover. Oh, interesting. I like that. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah, why not? There's a, there's oh, that's a, great. a lack of ethnic diversity in this film. Oh, yes, agreed. Uh-huh. Uh, so now our Balthazar, here our we go. Nick Cage character. I got a couple options here, too, but I'm afraid you may have one of them. So why don't you go first? Well, I mean, you had Frodo Baggins. You yeah. had Elijah Wood. So for my Balthazar, who could be more of a sorcerer than Ian McKellen? A motherfucking sorcerer. Yeah. That's right. And so there you go. It's the uh, the love between him and Helen Mirren. Ah, so they're older. I like that. They, they, they're a little bit older. It is as age appropriate. Yeah. I like that. And I think that would be kind of fun to the, that fun juxtaposition is like that they're older and they're the apprentices to mm-hmm. Johnny Depp as Merlin. Yes, I like that. Because why wouldn't John? Why wouldn't Merlin be a little more ageless? Yeah, that's so right. There you go. I like that. What, so so you had Ian McKellen as one of yours. I did not. Oh, okay. Um, but. Uh, I was trying to find somebody who, because Nick Cage is, is kind of fun in this. Yeah. Like he's doing his Nick Cage. I just wish he did a fucking accent. You know what? Oh, I say I wish he did an accent, and then the only movie I can think of that he did do an accent was Con Air. Con Air. And that's pretty rough. Yeah, that's why. Well, I mean, Raising Arizona, he kind of affects an accent. The and same accent. And he's great. He's, that's true. I love that's before we damn, but I love Raising Arizona. He is good in that. Uh, J- Jenna uh, suggested Kurt Russell. Which would have been good. He's that kind of charismatic. Great. Can be a little manic, as evidenced God, in the Christmas Chronicles. Great. Listen to our Christmas Chronicles episode from a couple months ago. Two months ago. One month ago. A <laughs> couple of weeks ago. Come on, Dave. I'm <laughs> trying to teach you magic here. <laughs> you see? He could have done it. He would have been fun. Uh, but instead, instead, going with Jeff Bridges. I almost did Jeff Hot Bridges. Hot off of his Golden Globes acceptance almost speech. Almost did. Tag. You're yeah, it. You're it. I almost did Jeff Bridges, man. Yeah, see, That's, him and Catherine Keener would that's be uh, really good. teaming up at the end there. Mine uh, directed, obviously, with Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter, Tim Burton. Oh, be uh, of course. Well, mine, of course, uh, David Yates, speaking of Harry Potter. Of course. And there's a little something about directing movies about magic. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, it's magic. <laughs> I believe it's magic, man. Magic, magic, magic. I believe it's magic, man. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Man, I'll tell you what, dude. Ghostbusters is a perfect film, but Except that soundtrack is rough. really rough. It is so 80s. It's so fucking rough. Boom, boom. Do, do. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Busted makes me feel good. What? Exactly. Guys, if you have any thoughts about The Sorcerer's Apprentice, if you're one of the half dozen that have seen this movie, uh, like me in the theater, what? Uh, <laughs> let us know what you thought about what? the movie uh, at, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash editing bay, 
or just put editing bay in the search bar, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. Uh, and if you have ideas for movies that you'd like for us to talk about in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there as well. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It's not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. Somewhere in between. It's editingbay.com. <laughs> it's didding but <laughs> It's bay editing. Whoa. <laughs> Michael Bay edit. No. Uh, editingbay.com. The uh, masterclass. <laughs> Subscribe to the, the Michael Bay masterclass. <laughs> Cocaine and film. What would that be? Yeah, exactly. So find a hot chick, undress her, <laughs> he sh- and film he her. Shares, he shares some time with Oliver Stone on that one. <laughs> Cocaine and film. Oh, wow. He's, Go ahead. He I'm is sorry. the Oliver Stone of our time. I I've up. often said that. I screwed up your flow. Editingbay.com. It's a simple website, but you know we've got all the links there that you need. Our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. You'll find the link to it there. Also, our uh, aforementioned Facebook page. Uh, and also, most importantly, our episodes section there, because if you're uh, subscribing on the RSS feed, your little podcast app there, you're only going to get the most 100 recent episodes, unfortunately. I'm working on a way to fix that. But until now, you have to go to editingbay.com to listen to all of our past 100 and f- uh, well, 250 episodes total. Uh, you're missing out on more than half of them. So check them out. All that and more on editingbay.com. All right. So first, before I tell you uh, this this next bit, uh, I have very bad news, Joel. Oh, no. If you've migrated pictures from old MySpace <gasps> to new MySpace, Uh-oh. they take out all the comments. Any comments oh, that you got oh, on no, your pictures. Heartbreak. Are you sure you can't click in and find them? Uh, I, I've been doing that throughout this oh, entire so. episode. Arrivederci, Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci <laughs> and Avicii. Uh, um, guys leave us a rating and a review on your podcasting app would really appreciate that five star rating uh, would be fantastic and then just uh, in the review section let us know what you like about the show and uh, and then share it with your friends does like, the editing bay have a, a, a MySpace page by the way <laughs> we should probably make one we'll look, uh, <laughs> find, find us, us on our MySpace page everybody else is like find us on Stitcher and Spotify <laughs> and right. I can like, find us on MySpace <laughs> and also we, our GeoCity so, site we're so doing that we are so making a fucking MySpace yep. page <laughs> there you go and LiveJournal find <laughs> us on LiveJournal <laughs> And we should just have nothing but like flash animations all on it. That's what it'll, you'll go to the MySpace page and it'll say must install this flash plugin. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, leave us a, a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, what are we gonna do next week? Well, Joe, you were talking about uh, the final. Speaking of Marvel films and Marvel TV series, the last, the last uh, show standing. After Netflix purged all of its Marvel series. Yeah, that's right. No more Luke Cage. No more Jennifer Jones. Jessica Just, Jones. Jessica Jones. Oh, no my God. More, you're like my dad. No more the... <laughs> the you know, Jennifer Jones. <laughs> no more the flush. <laughs> Luke, Luke Steele. <laughs> Luke Steele. <laughs> the fast is gone. Uh, Iron Hand. <laughs> I like that. The Iron Hand. That was really good. But uh, we still got one more season of The Painkiller coming up. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got a. Uh, they've got. They had one more season left in the in the pipe, and so they got to release this. And then after this, they they haven't officially announced it, but, but uh, I think it's writings on the wall. I think once the show gets released, they'll announce the that Punisher. the Punisher will also be canceled. Yep. And the shame is that like they're not even going to be renewing these like on the Disney. Uh, the Disney service, yeah, yeah. these shows are going to die now. Sounds like a little pissing contest. It sucks because these are quality shows. You know, okay, wait, let me take that, <laughs> rewind it back. Uh, <laughs> Daredevil's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And and The Punisher was great. Season one was fucking great. Um, so yeah, The Punisher, season two, it's getting ready to, to come out, what, on the 18th? And the 18th, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's, what is that, this Friday? Um, not this Friday. Yeah, man. Yeah, it is this yeah, Friday. This Friday, not, the 18th. Wait, not... This Friday's the 18th? Today is the 15th as we record this. Oh, God, this. that's right. Jesus, I still think it's like the 11th. No. <laughs> Fuck I me. know. We're already halfway through this month. Wow. So uh, so in honor of that, mm-hmm. tell the good people. Oh, well, uh, we don't want this to... Is, this is your pick that I hijacked. We don't... No, no, no. Well, we're doing this together because it's timely. It makes sense. So uh, okay. after you uh, binge watch this, uh, the last season of uh, The Punisher on Netflix... We're going to review uh, the original. Well, not the original. Not the original, because there the was the seconds. Dolph Lundgren Punisher. That's right. Did that we do we that did one already? Yeah, we did. So we've already, so this will be the second Punisher film we're talking about That's right. on the editing bay. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, that means I'm going to have to list it differently Two- on the th- website. Well, just the Punisher 2004. Yeah, I don't like a parentheses, though, do they? <laughs> starring, starring Tom Jane. Thomas Jane. And John, John Travolta. Travolta. And this was the the uh, the infamous photo we have of you and stoned out, <laughs> stoned Thomas, out Thomas Jane, Jane smiling, posing for a photo with you <laughs> with fucking cookies in his hand. <laughs> it was it was for it was the press 
run for this film, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, fucking we'll, fat Joe. You know, we'll be like, hair, the horrible hair. Yeah, your in-sync hair. Dude, I had like such, just, oh, that was a, it was a dark time for the rebellion. <laughs> we'll be reposting that on the that Facebook page. so bad, man. So check out uh, The Punisher from, uh, what was that, 2004, 2004, we said? Yeah. And then listen to our episode next week as we review said film. Okay. Um, thank you very much, Jeff. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll catch you next week for The Punisher. Thanks, guys. Running around, robbing banks, all whacked on the Scooby Snacks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.